podcast where we talk about things with one super special guest every week. Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak on This Is Happening, the podcast. Hello, welcome back to This Is Happening. This is one of your hosts, Nathan Streifel. And this is Eric Morris. I love how you said, welcome back. You know, well, you know, they've all listened to the previous episodes. <laughs> they were episodes. just listening to the previous episodes. Yeah, exactly. They're binging. They just, they're Thank you for binging, listeners. binging. Or, you know, every week they come back for more. That's right. As that's they right. do. It's every <laughs> Thursday, and they're like, oh, this is my Thursday morning ritual. Listening, finally, finally a new episode. Listening to This Is Happening. Well, we have neglected our guest long enough. We haven't mentioned who's here. No, 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 yes. Today we have the fantastic, beautiful, talented, lovely, amazing, one of my dear friends, um, and was also in the second season of Dragula. He's an L.A. staple felony dodger. Wow. Or I guess so she. Many. She's she. in she. Yes. My she, voice, she, she. contrary to uh, popular belief, is coming out of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for having me. I love a deep-voiced woman. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I could give woman. you some numbers. It's very <laughs> Lauren McCall. It's very B. Arthur. You know, Wesley yeah. Snipes. Oh, okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> I love a good Wesley Snipes with B.R. there. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I looked up what a podcast was on my way here. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Are you uh, you're <laughs> do- not generally a podcast listener? No, I am. I'm joking. <laughs> um, Felony Dodger. That's so, right. So exciting to have you. Where does Where does Felony come from? Why did you get the name? I, the name is, is, there's nothing complicated behind the name. I was like, (laughs) it sounds like Melanie, which is a sweet, cute girl's name, but it implies, you know, that she's a criminal. (laughs) Like she's doing some sort of double life kind of thing. And Dodger, literally because Facebook required me to have a last name. Oh, so you were just like, I like felony, and yeah. then you just had to come up with a second name just right. to put yourself online. Right. Well, I think What do the, they do with Cher? What do they do with Madonna? Well, I think <laughs> she was big enough before Facebook uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that she yeah. was just like, you know, like, I'm Cher, bitch. I'm the real bad. Cher, uh-huh. bitch. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> you weren't like, it's me, motherfuckers. Felony. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and then they all said, oh, well, we'll bend the roles for you. <laughs> I like Dodger. I think it's a nice little... I I think it's a cute pun on words. Thank you. Well, it's very Los Angeles. Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I thought, I was like, should I just, like, blind email the Dodgers and be like, hey, y'all need a spokes girl? (laughs) It's already in my name. Uh, No, but I did, speaking of Facebook, have to prove my identity on Facebook. Um, How did that work? Like, did you have a Facebook before as your boy name? I do. Yeah. I don't have use it separate. anymore. Um, the felony has taken over for sure. So you've got a whole new account. Yes. Because a lot of drag queens I know, they have their their regular first one that they had and then like parentheses, drag right. name, or however that works. Right. Like Joe Far Har 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 Har. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> <laughs> um... No, I was Felony Dodger, and then somebody reported me where it got challenged, and I got a notification that said, you have seven days to prove your identity, or your account will be frozen. And then, so I, you know, click the link, clicked the link. There was, there was a list of ways you could prove your identity, and then after those seven days, that list gets incrementally smaller. So, oh. if you don't get on it in seven days, then you literally need to, like, show an ID, 
Um, so what were what were the, some of the things that you could do to like prove your feloniness? I have uh, <laughs> I have three friends who own their own businesses to send me paychecks in the mail under the name Felony Dodger. The paycheck said Felony Dodger. It was an official paycheck. The envelope said Felony Dodger. I took pictures of it. I opened it. I took pictures of the paychecks. I scribbled out the you know the routing numbers. Right. I, of course. I wrote them down sure. first in my phone. Yeah, because um, Facebook keeps all of that. Yeah. Um, scribbled out the routing numbers, took pictures, and they sent back a message that was, um, I'm sure just like saving their ass a little bit, but it was kind of an apology, which was kind of nice. Uh-huh, it was like, good. we're sorry we've caused you any grief. We know members of the G blah, 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 blah community, like experience <laughs> grief with renaming and naming themselves. And we apologize if it caused you any grief. Thank you. If you, if you ever have any inquiries, please message us. Um, so, so do you think the reporting was like, we don't think this is a real name? You know, was it somebody specific that just posted like they cl- somebody just clicked on you and was like they reported you? That's so weird. That's, Who I don't takes know. the time to How do annoying. that? Annoying. But well, you figured it out. There are ways around it, and then you know, for everybody who's listening, get on it within seven days because then it's like you need more than just a pay stub. You need a photo ID or right. it becomes right, more right. official. So anyway. Hmm. You have a, do you have an Instagram, too? I do. Felony Dodger. Yeah, I've seen that, actually. Um, cool. Well, so how long have you been doing drag? Three years coming up. Three years this Halloween. I say Halloween is my... Anniversary. Anniversary. Drag-aversary. The first couple times I did drag. Um, uh, Was it just, like, party drag? Like, I'm going to go out and dress, like... Kind of. It was, I remember the very, one of, ooh, what is the very first time? When I came out of the closet, the Radical Fairies and the, and like the Burning Man community were important Mm -hmm. to me. They helped me come out of the closet and I was living in Ohio. So I moved from Ohio to California and I met these like two groups of people and they helped me come out of the closet and... It was a Radical Fairy thing. was the first time that I did drag, and it was very bad. How did you get into the what Radical Fairies? Did you... I met them in San Francisco, and they... Um, what did, Do you want to give a little, like, um, what the Radical Fairies is for anybody who might not Sure. Um, so, to my understanding, the Mattachine Society was arguably the first gay rights activist group in the United States. That's what they argue. Um, and Harry Hay, who was oh, right. who was maybe the founder, I should know this better. Of the Madison Society. Maybe the founder of the Madison Society was also a big part of the Radical Fairies. Yeah. And the Radical Fairies oh. made a space off the grid where if you were trans, gay, um, whatever you may be and being kicked out of your families and your homes you could come live off the grid on their property and they would show you how to raise animals how to grow vegetables that's Um, amazing and in a time where was this like the 30s no no I I, 50s 60s I don't want to get it wrong I think it's more like the 80s actually I think it was more like the AIDS crisis oh gotcha gotcha I think it was a lot to do with the AIDS crisis but don't quote me on that you should look that up on the internet yourself I was confused because I thought the Mattachine Society, isn't that an old... 
Um, My gosh, I mean, I'm I'm revealing myself to know nothing about this history. I mean, I just I know um, I know a little bit about the Radical Fairies because they also do some performances right. and like I I had a friend that was involved and like you go you know to this space and people would just kind of like you know dance and express themselves they have, in various yeah, ways. Yeah, they have right. a main hub. Their main compound is like in Tennessee. They or? have a very big one in Tennessee and I think the first one might have been the Oregon one. I think it came oh, from Tennessee. Either Oregon. way, cool. there's one in Oregon, there's one in New Mexico, there's one in Tennessee, there's one in California now. Right. Um, is the one in California by San Fran? It's like north of San Francisco. Yeah. Do you still, are you still involved with them? Do you still? Occasionally. Um, they hold gatherings, what you said is, um, and that's been the basic idea of them, is they have a space that you can come to and gather and do as you please. Uh-huh. And that was, again, during the AIDS crisis, they were making a community of people who've been kicked out of their community. And... Long story short, today, it's 2018. When I met them, what, it might have been like 2013, 12, 13. That's, yeah. Hiding isn't such a thing, at least for me. I'll speak for myself. Hiding isn't a thing. So um, they still hold events. They still... What do you mean hiding isn't your thing? As, as like going away and going... And, right. And like, kind of excluding yourself and going off the grid in a way. Right. I wasn't kicked out of my family. There wasn't a need for me to hide um, who you and were. live off the grid. Right. But, it right. still holds a place in my heart as a safe haven, and that's what I think it does for a lot of people. So, but that was a place where you kind of were like struggling with your yourself and figuring some stuff out, and they helped you, or like what 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 did they do for you? Um, they just provided a community. In it's a way. just a safe space to yeah. be a huge flaming faggot. Before you, before you had <laughs> much of a community, like this was like an early community for you. Correct. This was okay. the first community that was like, oh, you. Um, you know, you need a place to go. You're you're down on your you're down on your luck and <laughs> yeah. finding out who you are and you need to experience the world and we're gonna be your chosen family for now. That's and amazing. That was the first time I did drag is they have this thing called the goat barn and the goat barn is just a clothes swap. So I just got oh, a bunch nice. of ratty clothes. Yeah. Put it on, put some ratty wig on. And that was great. It was so much fun. I had a really good time. Um, was that at one of the Radical Fairy places? Yeah, that was at a gathering. Gotcha. And then came to L.A. And Exposure Drag is awesome in Highland Park. Yes, we've had many an Exposure Girl on here. Yeah. Pickle, Navy, Meatball, Felony Dodger. Awesome. It is. It's my um, favorite in L.A. Yeah. So good. Thank you to Obi. Have you have you you've we, been? We need to get Obi on here. I've been I've been we've been meaning to get Obi on and we haven't yet. But I've been there years ago. Um, uh, I think my friend who performs as the gangsta queen. Um, yes, performed yes, there about her before. Um, and so, you know, just like and you know, she she writes her own songs, records music, and perform there and. Um, and I think I also went with another friend who was performing. Gotcha. It's a great space. It's fun, you know. It's so much fun. And that's it. was that the first place you did a performance? 
Um, it was like the second place I did a performance in LA. I think the first one was Cafeteria, which was also, it's a ferry related party. And that used to be at Shortstop, right? That, that used to be at Shortstop. That doesn't happen anymore. That does not happen anymore. That's too bad. That was a good party. That's okay. They had a good run. I think they went for like five years. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. I had fun. I went a couple times to that and I always had a good time. Um, but yeah, that exposure... And then do 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 Art Wars, Judas Joe Manson's Art Wars at Redline was an alternative drag queen competition and OB recommended me for that. And Judas Joe Manson hosted and produced that and I won. Oh my god, <laughs> so, I did not even know that. Yeah, okay. So I knew about Art Wars. I didn't know you won it. I won. I, I only knew it peripherally. So Judas Joe Manson is a drag queen. Drag queen. She's the Lady Gaga impersonator. Oh my god, so cool. Um, um, and so Art Wars, how many how many competitors were there? Ten? That's a lot. And um, it was all LA drag queens? All LA. Um, the first time they did it, they did it for three years and then it stopped running. The first year, Pinche won. Pinche Queen yes, was the winner. Pinche. The second year, I won. And then the third year, Valora Vontese won. Oh, okay, um, cool. So, and she's great. Love her. Um, What's the premise? Alternative drag. Okay, cool. And then it was because of that, I won that, that the Boulay brothers were like, hey, we saw that you won the Art Wars thing. We want to book you for our thing, Queen Kong. Um, And then from there, auditions for Dragula... And I had competed in the live Dragula show before. I had never won. Once I won second place. <laughs> but it wasn't first place. I lost to... That's a hard competition to win. Mm, I lost to Meatball. But that's fine. Oh, yeah. I was that's like, funny. that's fine. Totally. Um, but... So the Art Wars was... Was that a weekly competition that went... And one person was eliminated every correct. weekend? Yeah. What kind of stuff... What, what was the... How did it work? Was it just like kind um, of um, do a look, do a song? Right. It was each week was a challenge, and you got X Y Z amount of minutes to do X Y Z number, mm-hmm. and um, and then at the end there was a winner, and the winner got like five hundred bucks, and what Take else? It. A, a wig purchased and styled for them, oh, and that's cool. what else? Some clothes, um, makeup. Odin, oh shoot, I don't I don't know his tag off the top of my head. This person named Odin makes really cool makeup. Their own makeup line got some makeup. Anyway, um, so that was really cool, and that's when the Boulay brothers were like, "We want to book you for our club." Gotcha. And from there, I and was that a fault line at the was time? It, yeah, that wasn't a precinct. That was a precinct. Oh, it was a precinct. But I had already competed in the fault line club. Oh, okay. They they were doing two parties. Oh, right. You had competed for Dragula at Fault Line, but they Correct. asked you to do Queen Kong. Correct. Which is Friday nights at Precinct, which is a gay club in downtown LA. Correct. Gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. And then, yeah. And now I, like, get to perform and travel and be a woman and live out my little kind of art faggy fantasy. So Yeah, totally. And you were a contestant on season two of Dragula. We saw... I, I watched your audition tape, which is... 
was amazing. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. did you was that a real life possum in that? Yeah, a skin opossum. <laughs> I had to I was like, what? He's in the skin of possum? If you look at Felony Dodgers <laughs> YouTube, she put out the video that she yeah. submitted to get on to the second season of Jagula and But the thing that I was amazed the thing I'm amazed at and what that YouTube allows it to be on there, I mean it's very sexual. I mean, you're like you're getting like you know like fuck rail with a, with a dildo. With a dildo. Yeah. I, I was I'm like, that's that very that sexual for YouTube. You know, they don't usually see that. Have you seen the video of? Oh my goodness, the guys pooping on each other on YouTube. No, no because I, I would specifically not see not that. See that. Um, there's, there's guys that are just pooping on each other and they have it on YouTube. It's and an it's educational like video and it's about scat. And it's about scat. And uh. it's fine. And it's it shows everything. And Is that because it's educational that they I get away with it? I think that's because it's educational. And that's what everybody says. Um, I myself was just like, well, I'm going to get railed from the side so I could claim that I didn't. Right, absolutely. Whether Claim or not it actually was <laughs> penetration. Oh, oh, okay. Right, like it, it looks like it's happening. It looked oh, real. Um, I'll leave. I'll just put that out there. Y'all can make your own conclusions. <laughs> He's winking his ass off right now. No, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> How did you two meet? Did that already get discussed on the podcast? Oh, we talk about it a lot. Do yeah, you know me. what? It's so funny. Like it's because of Bambi. Um, wow. That we met. We met because at um, uh, this person named named Bambi. Um, we who used to be Eric's roommate as well. Yeah, he was my roommate, and um, then he invited Derek Wanker, who's another guest on our podcast, to go with us to um, the closing night of closing Outfest night of Outfest, years ago, and it was at Clifton for other people. And yeah, the after party was at Clifton downtown. The and bar. Derek is a friend of yours and yeah. started talking to you in a group and we, we you and I met and we just hit it off very soon after that talked about doing a podcast and then a year and a half later we the first episode <laughs> was finally we, released we actually started <laughs> doing them but um, um how did we yeah. meet do you remember he, Matthew Eric was like, yeah it was through Matthew was Your it just out downtown or like just like out and about at a party or something I, like, can't remember the specific day. I don't remember either. Or anything. You I were remember. Matthew's roommate. I met Matthew at Rhonda. Yes, yes. Maybe I met sense. you at Rhonda. Maybe you met me at Rhonda. I remember we went to a house party in Silver Lake at one point, and you had just gotten a, that, that square car that you had for a while. Hmm. Was it a PT Cruiser? I think it was, like, more of a toaster box type. Well, I don't have it anymore. I don't keep cars for very long. <laughs> it's hard to keep a car in LA. Um, they just vanish. Yeah, they vanish. <laughs> I put a veil over them and go back the next day, and it's gone. You forget where you parked it. Yeah. I don't know. I I never found it again. Oh well. I keep parking it at Magic Castle, and it keeps going missing. Mm. Those damn magicians. Yeah. Well, they can they can make it disappear. So. And by disappear, I mean like the armature was there, but the tires in the frame were gone. Oh. Really? No. It's <laughs> like tell the story. No, I know. I just buy very cheap cars on Craigslist, and then they don't last for a year. Yeah, I freaking <laughs> hate that. I got rid of my car because it was just such a pain to constantly be keeping it up to date and getting things fixed all the time. Yeah, I guess you get what you pay for. But the taxidermy Netflix. stuff, I wanted to talk about that real quick. Do you do you know how to do taxidermy? Yes, short answer. Um, 
I worked with this guy named, plug him, Jeremy Johnson, Meddling with Nature. His company was based out of Kentucky. Um, and I worked with him for like two or three years. And um, he was a taxidermist. He was a scientist. And we would go to uh, veterinarian hospitals, schools, um, galleries, anyone that would have us. And yeah. we would cut open animals and like hook up the lungs to an air pump and like you could see the lungs expand and we'd like pass around the heart and um we would give lectures uh animal dissection lectures wow Um, my favorite one was at a veterinarian hospital where we went and we cut open a dog for the whole staff um it was great it was a really good experience i was less interested in the taxidermy part i'm interested in the anatomy um, right, in the biology. Right. I, I like taking it apart and seeing how it works. I don't care about putting it back. Um, yeah. So that's where my heart laid. And so for the Dragula audition tape, I was like, oh, if I skin an animal and drag, like... That's going to give you some that's, attention. That's at least attention. Did you... Where'd you get the possum? Um, I got it from him, actually. The guy I worked for, he mailed it to me from Kentucky. Oh, my gosh. In the mail? In the mail. Like, just vacuum sealed or something? Uh, in a a box of ice, like an ice frozen, like, little ice cube. Damn. Uh, Yeah, you can buy, you can buy on eBay, you can buy a dead animal frozen in an ice cube. You just have to word it properly. You have to type things. You can't type dead fox, but you can type things like... Fox ready for skinning. Oh. Or you can type... Um, You're like the queen of knowing how to get around things. What is going on? <laughs> it's interesting. And there's a whole taxidermy.net where people sell everything. You can buy anything. Right. It's like, I've got three wombats in my freezer. Who wants them? <laughs> Perfect. When you worked with the taxidermy guy, did you do... Um, pretty general North American animals. Like, was there a lot of like cats and dogs, or We've done so many? And actually, anything crazy? Yeah, we did a tiger for a. <sighs> forgive me. I think it was a Vietnamese nightclub. Oh my god! And what? it's in the. It's in like the ceiling decor. They have this really ornate. Lots of pretty colors and mm-hmm. flowers and blah 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 blah. And we did a tiger for that. So did was the tiger had did it have the the like lungs and the heart and shit in it? Yeah, it was a tiger. So it took two of us to lift it up and put it on the table, and then three of us were skinning it. And I didn't help stuff it; I just helped skinned it. Like I said, where did it come like, from? It came from a tiger farm, and apparently it had drowned. And the thing with tigers, Aww, so sad. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It, they're all of them were natural natural deaths. Okay. I will That's say so they weren't killing. Well, these weren't none poachers. of these animals were killed. Um, and he worked with organizations that dealt specifically with him for that. Um, okay, that's so, a good way to do it. Yeah, um, my boyfriend Raoul, he has a beetle from um, Paris. There's a Paris taxidermy, and they do very exotic animals, but it's all natural cause deaths, which I think is. You know, it's a good way to preserve those animals if it's, you know, there's nothing wrong. I think if you have a dead animal and there's nothing to do with it, might as well, right. you know, kind of show the beauty of it. Right. Yeah. I mean, my my opinion, I agree. Who cares? Yeah. Like, it's dead. 
Same, yeah, yeah. same thing with my body. It's dead. Who cares? Do whatever you want with it. So we can test <laughs> it right now. At the end. It's not <laughs> dead right now. Please don't expedite that. But, but yes, um, worked with him. Oh, and I got to like, we played this little secret game where we occasionally would taste the animals. Because, you know, I have got curiosity. Wow. So, so you tasted tiger? We did. We cooked like a little, like a nugget of the right. tiger. Sure, and we the tried it. It was tiger. nasty. Is it possible? It's your mom. <laughs> How are you doing, sweetie? <laughs> I'm glad you're having a good day. Okay. Super popular in the weekends. <laughs> yeah. anyway, no worries. Sorry anyways. about that. It's um, okay. Um, so you tasted tiger. I did. I tasted tiger. I've tasted pheasant. I've tasted cat and dog. Oh God, really? Um, yeah. Anything oh. good or really bad? Oh, they were all bad. Um, not that pheasant taste. Pheasant was good. Probably fine. You know? So tiger was a gamey or? Yeah, it was like greasy and weird. Yeah. It was greasy. What was? And was it tiger. just a muscle of it, or was it his organ? A piece of his leg. We just cut a little okay, piece yeah. of meat off. Mm-hmm. It was sense. weird. It wasn't good, but it was novelty. It was like, oh, we did that. And how do you, how do you like dispose of like all? So are the bones in? We save the bones. And do they stay in the taxidermy thing, or is it completely? Stuck no, no, no. So you, stuff? you like essentially you peel it out like a banana. It's like you peel the skin actually comes off. It just comes right off. Right. You could see that with a possum. Tail, right when you pulled that. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. It was like I could, I couldn't watch it. Um, I didn't mind. It didn't bug me with, with time. I grew up with, <laughs> with like time. deer, okay. deers <laughs> hanging from our garage Perfect. from the inside. So um, yeah, you peel them like a banana, and then you make an armature that's shame, the same shape. So so you basically have like a model made out of materials that are just like yeah. what is it wood or what yeah if it's like a heavy animal you build the middle part with foam like um you know that yellow expandable foam yeah mm-hmm. it's like basically that and then wood uh, armatures wires it literally anything you can i had this friend in kentucky who used to skin turkeys and he would put a gallon jug like a gallon milk jug with a little <laughs> bit of sand in it you just pop it right oh, in the turkey it just pops it up, up. so you can get as you can get as creative as you creative want. as you want. That'd be a good place to hide some secrets inside of a right. Oh, you know, hide your fortune. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh my gosh. You so this was ideas. in Kentucky. That was in Kentucky. Is that where you're from? I'm from o- Southern Ohio. So, so you were born in Ohio. I was born in Ohio. Gotcha. And you grew up there. Correct. Where were you? Where were you? Where in Ohio? I was born in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, uh, South or Ohio, That's Indiana. That's funny. Bengals, Kentucky. Tigers. That's right. Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> you like football? Yeah, I'm a big oh, football fan. Gross. Yeah, I know. You? No. Doesn't have a huge. Good. No, I really don't. I mean, I, I will go watch a game with Nathan, but mainly to drink beer. Pretty much all of my really? football friends are straight. You watch football? Yeah, yeah I'm a big football you fan. Like, you like Seahawks. Into it and you, yeah, Seahawks. Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll watch, watch like, like um, maybe one a Eric, season. Yeah, I think you saw two with me last season. Yeah. Up from and one. you even wore Seahawks <laughs> colors. Well, I wore uh, a shirt that I have that goes that goes well with it, and all the fans like it. Right. You're like, you're wearing the right shirt, you're wearing the right color. Oh, and it's like any team could say that because it's well, after. Well, it's, it looks, I mean, it's not. It's just a shirt. It's not a Seahawks shirt. But it's green and blue, and so yeah. you could wear it for Philly too. 
Kind of. I don't know what that means. But when Philly goes against against Seattle, you're screwed. Yeah. I don't even know what the Philly team is called. The Eagles. And they just won the Super Bowl. I should know that. Oh, I should know (laughs) that because of always sunny in Philadelphia. You what? Because of always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. They talk about the Eagles. Well, and I went to school there, so I should know. Oh, you should know. It's okay. Do you have siblings? I do. I have a sister and a brother and a, and a, a makeshift sister. Makeshift? <laughs> like made out of clay? She was made, made in, a, in, a, in a laboratory. She's invisible. <laughs> uh, oh, is she like an invisible child? Like, um... Drew Drogi. Drew Drogi talks yeah. about this uh, Lifetime movie, um, Invisible Child. Oh, really? Dana Delaney thinks... The, or, no, 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 it was uh, Rita, Rita, Rita Wilson... Wilson per- Thinks that she has a child, child a has. third child. She has okay. two, but she has a third child that she had made up. That's a Drew Derby skit. It, okay. Well, it's, it's part a of Lifetime his, movie, and he talks about it in his. He show talks about he, it in, okay. in his it's show, Bright Colors and Bold Patterns. All right, he came into Bar Madashi in the other week, and he was talking to me, and he was ordering his drinks. And I was staring at him, and then eventually it, it clicked because of the voice. And I said, are you Drew Drogi? And he was like, why, yes, I am. And I was like, cool. <laughs> totally recognize your voice. I'd never seen him out of his, like, Chloe look. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I've so never, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you funny. as felony dodger? No. Oh, you were just... I was just at work yourself. You, oh, you work there? Oh, yeah, I work at a bar downtown. I'll be there tonight. Manachine? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Manachine. yeah. Oh, I love Manachine. Oh, hold on. Do you bartend? I recently am a bartender now. Oh, my God, congratulations. Give a baby promotion. Nice. So you Very can cool. make me a... a that whiskey yes. smash. Whiskey like. smash. Yes. Uh, let's see if I can do it. Lemon, sugar, mint, bourbon, or whiskey. You got the whiskey. That's smash smash it up. Smash yeah, it up. I can make it for you. And then sometimes we had peach into it. Ooh. Oh, that's kind of nice. No one's, no one's I've had never a really had a peach whiskey cocktail before. That sounds really good. I got you. Next time you're there, <laughs> I got you. Um, okay. Uh, so so we, you grew up in Ohio yes, and you right. had siblings. You grew up in Chicago and you grew up where? I grew up in Washington. Oh, I'm totally Which wrong. is the Seattle thing, but I did go to school in Chicago, which is probably... And I moved here And I grew Chicago. up in New York. Okay. Um, and came... Lived in New York until I came here. Like New York, like New York! In the city. Okay. Um, originally. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in Manhattan. And then, wow. But then also, um, most of it was... In the suburbs, in this little town called Palisades, out across the river. Okay. So, does your family still live in um, Cincinnati? No, Florida. They all my fam, my dad's side of the family all has been in Florida for like 30, 40 years. And as soon as all of my parents' children went through school and graduated, they, and they were out. like, "All right, we're going back to Florida." Gotcha. Like we've had enough gotcha, of this. Gotcha. So, and had, so you never lived in Florida, though. I did for like a year or two tops. Oh, okay. Right was after this, school. And so you finished high school in. I finished college, moved to Florida. Where'd you go to college? In in it was called the Art Academy of Cincinnati. I have a degree in fine art. Um, oh, nice. That's amazing. That's why actually I. Um, I'm really glad that I found drag because when I was going through school, the thing that I would always get from my professors is like, you like to draw, you like to paint. Now now you're doing this thing where you're cutting open animals and now you're sculpting and now you're this, now you're this, you print, make, you photo, blah, 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 blah. 
like you have you want to do too much and they always kept saying you need to funnel it down or you know or find a way to make it all coherent together right, um, right. and which you've done with drag which was, drag was so great you you've talked about on like some of like on your audition for um, drag race how you had never really done makeup before you started doing drag so having the fine art background was it pretty easy for you to just kind of start painting your face right it was um, you know at first just copying and then yeah. taking Liberty doing was what it you like want. YouTube tutorials or just like oh my gosh yes YouTube tutorials people on Instagram message me all the time and they're like will you be my drag mom and I say no like I don't, don't have YouTube, that bitch. I don't need like <laughs> that culture isn't relevant to me right now and it never was something that I was practicing in the drag YouTube the it's, drag family culture yeah you mean? yeah it's like having somebody kind of show you the ropes correct yeah that that to me. That was like, um, again, I don't know if I'm like bastardizing drag history, but drag families and houses to me were more of the ball the scene. The ball culture, yeah. like Pose, the show, we're talking right. about that right now. So, um, yeah. yeah, I wasn't born in that era. I didn't, I wasn't in New York. I wasn't a person of color. Um, you don't really relate to that. I don't of, relate to that. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like Radical Fairies, I, I feel like some of that got born out of people being thrown out of their homes and, right. like, you know, being taken in by a different family and having these gatherings, these balls and stuff to kind of, like, focus their attention. But, I mean, yeah, that's not you. Right. Um, so, from after school, you went to Kentucky then? Florida. Florida and from Florida I did came, you live, go to live with your family I went there uh, my family was there I was living with my cousin where in Florida Jacksonville oh okay Golf Jaguars Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> wow you really like football I do wow my grandma was all about the Jaguars the Jaguars oh. were good last year for the first time in a long time they've, they've really got they have the best defense in, right now in the NFL blah 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 anyway da 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 <laughs> I hear Jacksonville's a really weird place though golf golf really I like how felony said you like football gross <laughs> <laughs> I know it's very complicated especially with how racist they're being like in the whole NFL football's racist I don't even give it that much thought yes I guess maybe but um, there's just so many stupid politics going on with it well with Trump and all that it's just nonsense but yeah what happened did something specific happen well I Colin Kaepernick two years ago started you know um, kneeling during the, the anthem and in and order to raise awareness for um, uh, you know violence against people of color right. and um, then kind of all of that got turned into you don't support the troops and you don't respect the flag and it just kind of all got turned on its head and the message got lost and people are still fighting about it and now they're going to like start finding um, people that are I don't know that pe- players if they protest during the anthem they're going to start finding them and possibly kicking them off teams who knows it's very weird right now I don't I'm not in but they're saying they could actually drama. stay in yeah. the locker room during that and not come out until after. Oh, I would stay in the locker room as long as I could. Yeah, right. I would be, like, I would be in the locker room the whole time. I love football. I'll be ready when your boys are done. 
my god, it's fine. Um, anyway, blah blah blah. But you moved so. to Kentucky at some point. I was living. Um, What'd you do in Jacksonville? Just like kind of was just bumming around and get a job and. I came out of the closet in Jacksonville. Was so that, you were was all that a hospitable were, environment to do that in. No, but no. It, that's where it happened. So you were closeted all through college. I was closeted through college. I ooh, God, me too. drama. I got a girl <laughs> pregnant with twins. Oh what? my God! Yeah. Uh, this you is have my, kids? No. Uh, this is actually part of my coming out story. Is like toward the end of college, I got my girlfriend pregnant and she was pregnant with twins and in the fifth month she had a miscarriage oh. and we had told the families like we're pregnant and yeah. the whole time I was like well I like her and I don't want to disrespect her and like of course. On, in some way shape or form I have love for her but it's not the love that makes my penis hard, hard. all the time yeah so but anyway, the miscarriage happened, and I was like, oh, I'm gay. Like, I'm gay, 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 gay. Moved to Florida. So for you, it's kind of enabled you to kind of um, maybe not fully dive into a sort of heterosexual relationship type situation. Did that kind of break her heart? Was she upset? I'm sure. I haven't talked to her. Since right. you came out, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> she's sure no, listening to we've this. talked cordially. <laughs> she, she's in this room. Uh, <laughs> our next guest is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's oh a Jerry God. Springer show. She's in the Jerry Springer. Howard <laughs> Stern. We um, have her here. <laughs> Ooh, we blew her out oh from Jacksonville. <laughs> that would be awful. No, no, no. We'd never do that. But I that. came out of the closet in Jacksonville, and then I moved to the San Francisco area. Where I well, that makes sense. Yeah, where I lived uh, a little bit north of San Francisco for a couple years, and, and then, then I moved to New Orleans. How'd you get into here? How'd you get into Burning Man? I thought um, you said you did something in Kentucky for years. I was li- okay. So S- Ohio and Kentucky, like the border of Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky, oh. they kiss each other. It's like the distance from here to Silver Lake. I could be in Kentucky gotcha. in 10 minutes, so I worked okay, okay. in Kentucky. So you grew up. So it was like so Kansas was, City, Missouri, Kansas that City. That was Kansas. growing up. I was, um, my friends, you know, half of them lived in Kentucky, half of them lived in Ohio. It was like 10 minutes away. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. No, no worries. Everybody should already know everything about the Midwest and geography. <laughs> um, um, true. So San Francisco, <laughs> you were living in San Francisco. And then that, and then that was like the beginning of drag. Burning Man? You Burning Man's you great. Burning Man with something with drag and Burning Man. Um, Do you still go? I haven't been to Burning Man in years. If it taught me anything, it was that I can take the the principles, the character, and the personality out of that space and live it. Right, for oh, sure. Live, live, yes. live that. Right, live that mentality in real time. Out of. Burning you don't need a you don't not need just in, in order to one feel that environment. Right. It was an inner it was an integral part of me coming out of the closet. It was like the first dick I sucked and <laughs> it was the first group of guys that I hung out with and felt comfortable being like a huge flamer and Was it a San Francisco group that you went with? Yeah. Well yeah. The first kind one of, kind of I don't know. Ish makeshift situation. Everyone's from everywhere. Right. But totally. 
I landed in, in the San Francisco area and I love San Francisco and never had a job in San Francisco, which is why I think I loved it so much. I lived just north of it. So I would go into totally. San Francisco from like Thursday to Monday and sleep in my van with my boyfriend and because we had a bed in our van. So we'd just go like party Thursday <laughs> through Monday and then go back to work on Tuesday. And so I never totally. had a job there. Everybody who lives there, all my friends are like, oh yeah, if you get a job here, you're going to hate it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Mm. I love San Francisco, and I've also never worked there, so perhaps that's why. I've always just gone up there to party. And yeah. So it's just like, woo, 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 weekend, weekend, pride, pride. Yeah. Yeah, your car broke down on the way back from pride, too. It you did. have a history of car trouble. I do. It's because I buy crappy cars. Yeah, we saved it. Not saved you, but you rode back with us. That one that one pride. That's right. That's right, right, right. And, and we I stopped at that weird, crazy truck stop. Was this San Francisco Pride? Or yeah, yeah, this was last two years. year. Two years was ago. it last year? I think it must have been last you year. You had to abandon your car. I, I abandoned it. Yeah, I, it broke down on the side of the road <laughs> for good on my way to San Francisco. Oh no! I had it towed to the nearest mechanic. Continued my way in up a to really San creepy area of the middle of nowhere, California. Middle of nowhere <laughs> on the five. Um, then they drove me back to the car, and I looted the car on the way back, and like got all my blankets and got all my stuff. And that was that the last time you saw that car? It was the last time I ever saw that car. Did you get money for it or anything from the mechanics? I traded just... it for that other car. Do you remember? Oh, that's right. Which is the car I drove here today. Yes. Oh well, that's not a bad deal. Yeah. So it was a makeshift car traded for a makeshift car. God bless. You make it work. Make it work. Yeah, it's fantastic. You gotta make it work. Where do you live in LA? What area? Downtown. I live in downtown. I perform in downtown. I work in downtown. I love living downtown. Coming here is so nice, though. There, It's so peaceful. Every time I go to Silver Lake or around here, it's so different. Than the downtown. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, the I mean, downtown, downtown, you know, downtown has a little bit of the zombie apocalypse going on. It feels you know, like the walking dead. Like, you know, when I'm down there at night, like, um, I, I, I was uh, editing a pilot down there um, in someone's apartment, and, you know, just like there were people, like, wandering the middle of the streets, you know, like on drugs, screaming. I don't know it's what that was me. What's to be? It might have been, you, <laughs> but it just was like you know, like ah. My friend told I don't me know a what's story. What's to be how done about it? In the middle of the day, like a few weeks ago or a month, they released a bus full of people from a mental hospital into the middle of downtown, and one of those people took a two by four with a bunch of nails in it and whacked one of my friend who was telling me the story whacked one of their friends in the face and his whole lip got basically there is a guy on 6th on 6th and Spring who did get hit in the face with a with a piece of lumber yes it was 6th and Spring yeah 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 in the middle of the middle of the afternoon really they they released a bus full of mental patients into downtown I don't know where that piece of information came from but I do know that all the bars downtown are in communication with each other and they're like be careful 
yeah. because somebody did get hit in the face with a piece of lumber full of nails. But so not every homeless person downtown is running around with a piece of lumber. Of course, of, of course. <laughs> Many of them are completely harmless and and are not people that. No, and it's, a, it's trouble, just a, it's a very sad situation. And downtown is is just a magnet for for homeless people. And it's you know there's but the tent cities and the homeless problem is like you know just exploded onto the rest of LA and we have you know we have people living in tents under under overpasses here you know it's just like it's really really sad I don't know what anyone can or will do about it politicians the mayor people say like it's it's a huge priority we're going to do something about it but I don't see a lot being done it's gotten just worse and worse I don't know what's... Yeah, I mean, I've lived down there for a little bit over two years, and I do live in a, an area where there are lots of tents and homeless people. Um, it is its own sense of community. Like, yeah. Um, <sighs> do you ever feel scared or nervous? Or I don't anything? feel scared. I don't feel nervous. Um, when I go out for work sometimes early in the morning, it's... Like, I don't know how to articulate this. One of the things about Burning Man, if since we've been talking about it so much, yeah, that sure. is kind of uh, disheartening is that just like so many people are there just to get lit, just to get lit, 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 lit for seven days and you walk around at seven in the morning when the sun's coming up and this is I'm talking about at, a bur- at Burning Man or like a music festival or a place where young sure. middle class people are going um, people like me are going and you walk around at seven in the morning at these places and what people are wrapped around with blankets people have their bluetooth blasting people look like a hot mess people are have liquid all over themselves they're dirty like it's the exact same thing it's just drug culture and right whether that's it's skid row or here like there's like different forms of it that are socially acceptable and like i've been saddened by some of the things i walk by down there but it also just makes me sad for my own generation because it's like well we're just doing the exact same thing as all these people are doing we're walking around and like letting drugs control our lives or like losing control of ourselves and these people have it in a sense that they've been given the shit card from the start so they have the very low tier of this but like there are different forms of this going on everywhere and if anything that's what I've come to realize is like a disappointment for my own peer group in that because we're all the same fucking thing yeah for sure for sure Uh, it's so like I think yeah a lot of a lot of why people become homeless is because the they don't have the infrastructure that that everybody else has and from the from the start and to like not have that support is so difficult well yeah it's I mean, like they, a, it's, they must have no safety net there's no like there's no family that's going to take them in like they they just like somehow they've fallen through and like you know, like right, that's and I it. and I believe that there are people in our country that don't believe it's um, our responsibility or the government's responsibility or us as a country's responsibility in order to make sure that we're supporting those people, and that's what's really difficult. It's like, you know, people people that don't want to support government funded programs and then 
complain about. Yeah, but that's, uh, uh, I don't think that, yeah, that's true, but that's not really the case in California or Los Angeles, you know, I mean, I think that the people, the, the government officials do feel, like, a sense of, like, okay, we have to try to provide, like, the bare minimum of shelter or, you know, something for people and, you know, provide an opportunity for someone to, like, put their life back together. Yeah, but I don't think they do. I don't think that we really provide what we need to be providing, which is, like, mental health resources and, and you know, there's so much more that could be done. You know what I mean? The, That's true. Providing the bare minimum is not really, I feel We've like... We've gone really deep. <laughs> and we've gotten I so know far away be. from felony dog those, those homeless people are drag queens too. <laughs> That's the point. That's the point. Is we're all just doing it. We're all just doing it for show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where, where are you performing around right now? What's yeah. going on with your yeah the scene? I'm throwing a funeral at Queen Kong. It may or may not have happened by the time this comes out, August third. But I'm throwing a funeral for myself. Oh, the fe- um, felony Dodgers funeral? Mm-hmm. Well, there, so there, there won't be a taxidermy situation. There though. won't be a taxidermy situation. <laughs> I literally was like, I have earned my rite of passage to do things that I want to do more. And in that, I mean, maybe it's slower and maybe it's more... Um, for lack of a better word, like artsy fartsy. Yeah, no. Is totally. I want to put on little productions. I want to put on little narratives, um, if you will, like the simplest form of a play, one man show, like three minutes, little one man baby production, not reliant on on high production. And yeah, so I'm throwing myself a funeral in three weeks. Um, and yeah, I don't. What was the idea for the funeral? Or like, what, what, where did that come? I from? mean, the same thing as the we. I guess we were just talking about is that like, in every way, shape, and form, or in any way, shape, or form, we're all going through it. And like, yep. I wanted to do something that was theatrical, dramatic, and then furthermore, I was like, let's just go real dark with it and see if I can make him cry. And is it supposed to be like a turning point? So like afterwards, like you're going to do different things because you've killed off the previous felony Maybe. Dodger. We'll see. Interesting. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure So exactly. it's going to be a, is it like a, a party slash live performance event type situation? It'll be just a number, a drag number. Oh my God, amazing. Cool. It'll be what, like four or five minutes long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for um, sure. But... Wait, where is this going to be at? Precinct. It'll okay, be at cool. Queen Kong. Oh, Queen Kong. But I can take okay. it, and I'm going to take yeah, it with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm going sure. on a little Midwest tour next month, so that'll be really cool. I'm going to take my funeral. Did that start happening after, um, I, you know, you getting booked out of town and traveling? Did that start happening after Dragula? Yes, aired? directly consequence of Dragula. The people who book me don't even always know I went home first. I think it's happened twice now that I've been flown to a different state and arrived at the bar, and the person, the manager, the person who runs the bar, whoever's come up to me, and I'm like, so nice to have you. Like, I hope you did good on the show. And I'm like, yeah. I did, I did good enough to get to this bar. You obviously don't know. Like, yeah. you're just booking for the name, which is yeah. my advantage, because I, I lost miserably. So right. I failed miserably. Oh, my God. Oh, the one thing I wanted, like... 
I can't believe that they had you do that piercing. Oh my um, god, for real. I was I have a scar. the whole time. We both. Where is it? I was See? like. I'm hairy. There's oh, one you do of have a little one. We, oh wait, no, there it is. We both said like, I first of all, I mean, I, I don't, I don't do drag. I wouldn't have entered Dragula. It's just not my thing. But, but if I was faced with that, I would have been like, I'm out. At I the, volunteer to go home right now. Me too. I would. <laughs> At the end of the when the episode that felony. Um, Especially uh, the guy that was demonstrating it, the guy like he had like these rods through his skin. I was like, what? What would you want to do? In, you see all the other um, challenges in Dragula. I didn't watch the whole they had they they forced just so our listeners, in case you haven't watched it, they forced needles into the skin of the bottom three, and it was like right. It wasn't like a lip sync for your life. It was like how much of this pain can you take from these piercing mm-hmm. things, needles being shoved through, like. Ugh, you know, it's, um... I didn't get a chance to see Had you ever done anything anything like that before? Had you had those, like... I mean, you have, like, some piercings, you know? I I I mean, I have... Right. Everyone can't see me. I have facial piercings. (laughs) I've been pierced through the cheeks by Daphne, actually, who's a who's, like, a piercing performer in Los Angeles. I think I've seen her... I think I saw her pierce her cheeks during a... Dragula competition. Were you pierced sense. through your cheeks in a performance? Mm. In a video. Oh, okay. Um, so, like, but, there was a rod going through your cheeks. Yeah, that stuff actually doesn't bother me too much. The I'm scared of heights. Like, yeah. But you mentioned that in your. I did. It was serious. true. <laughs> yeah, it was true. If they if they make me jump off something ever, you're like no. I. I, I will I mean I would do it for money, but <laughs> I don't love heights. I remember I was with my ex boyfriend a long time ago. We went backpacking and we were in Central America and we were in Guatemala and there was a bridge and all of these like five and six year olds were jumping off this bridge into the water. Oh my god. And they were making fun <laughs> of me and my boyfriend would do it too and he'd jump off and come back up. And it's like maybe what thirty feet. It's not the worst, but it's scary. That is very high. It so. took me like an hour plus of these little kids being like taunting you. Ta- yeah, being like <laughs> you're stupid. Like jump up. <laughs> I don't like heights. Um, but you did it. I did it. I jumped. Do you like roller coasters? I love roller coasters. I hate the drop one though. Oh, the one that just goes straight mm-hmm. up and down. Yeah, and I always ride it. As hell. My friends always want to ride it, and I'm like, damn it, okay. So you push past the height sphere. If I have to, but I yeah. really hate it. I love roller coasters, too. Roller coasters, yeah. Well, that's the thing, like, with with this um, test, you know, in the bottom three of that episode, um, you all did it. Like, no one... Um, Chicken I, don't, out. I don't know why they chose you to leave, you know, because, like, it was... Um, Everyone was equally, you know, brave, you know. Yeah, so do they just kind of do the challenge and then they make an ultimate decision about who goes home? Is that how that worked, or...? Um... Mm. I mean, I like to... (laughs) I like to think of everything in my favor. Yeah. Because everything's about me. Of course. Um, (laughs) I like to think that... I like to think that the boule saw a potential in me, but I I was the babyest queen on the show. I had been doing drag the least amount of time. And right. if, if your Instagram is your resume, so to speak, then my resume was the weakest. 
comp like if I had compared what my Instagram was at that time to the other two in the bottom. To the other two in the bottom and to all of the girls, right. I understand your you have more learning to do. Like maybe yeah. you're not ready. But I can not have enough gratitude for them for seeing something in me and whether or not they cast the show as we're putting 10 people together who we think all have an equal chance or whether or not they cast the show as we're doing 10 girls and some of them we want to give a boost to and get their name out there but we have maybe no intention of for them to win sure and yeah. that's also fine with me I, they haven't told me that they cast the show either way and it's and not my right their, to assume. Do you still do their events? I still yeah, do their events. What's Queen Congress there? They're yeah. great. Um, yeah. The Belay Brothers are... They're great. I remember oh, when they great. started yeah. with, like, Miss Kitties and, yeah. um, at uh, Dragonfly. Um, and I had some friends that would perform for them. Um, and they were very much behind the scenes until all of a sudden Miss Kitty went away and then they started hosting themselves. Mm-hmm. The um, second season of Dragula is very um, high quality, too. They've really got a lot of, it's well shot, a lot of production value. I'm excited to see what goes on in the third season. Yeah, do you know what they, they is shot that? that on a, it, where is that going to be available? Um, I don't know. Well, we're not the big brothers. Who cares? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon Prime, probably. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. where it is now. Yeah. But if that well, I know changes, they, the first season announced. was like on Hey Queen TV, right. and then the second season was somewhere else. I don't right. remember where. So you travel well, a little. Is it Wow Presents? I don't wow, know. Presents wow Presents is the second yeah, yeah, season. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the tea that I probably shouldn't say, but why not? Is like Ooh, exclusive um, for this is happening. <laughs> again, I haven't talked to I haven't talked to the Boulay Brothers, and I haven't talked to anybody from World of Wonder about this specifically. But the first year of Dragula, they had a panel at DragCon. World of Wonder was like, look at this cool show. And then the second year, the ratings were so high and it got rated Netflix's top 10 new shows of the year, I think. And it was on Netflix. It wasn't, but they got an an award by Netflix. Oh, nice. Um, but it, it was doing, it's doing really well. And then the second year that, or then DragCon came along and World of Wonder, like stopped pushing Dragula and oh. they I th- but there's I want to be like they're, they're threatened still promoting the, the they're still doing the third season though right working in conjunction with them I don't know the answer oh to that. okay yeah, maybe, maybe not for sure um, um, oh yeah so maybe they're like we don't we don't want to create competition for um, for RuPaul's they're Dragons. kind of they're kind of trying to subdue Dragula they pulled the panel um, they've pulled a couple other things. Oh, because you might have been on that panel. That's right. I would have been on the yeah. panel. I, I mean, that's so odd. I don't think it. I think it would only make both shows more popular if both uh, shows got popular. Right. It's not like there's like. It's not like people can only watch one show. Well, and it's just very different. You know, it's just like it, it's. I it shouldn't. It's not. A, you know, it's a very different aesthetic. It's you know. It's a total. It's a very different concept. It's so different. And mm-hmm. whenever season three happens and comes out, World of Wonder, if they're not supporting it, is gonna have to, it's gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger. So right. they're gonna have to, to to cave and like welcome it back. Right. You would think. Right. You'd if know, they're yeah. if they wanted to make a smart business move, I think they would try yeah. and get behind it. Yeah, and they, it's not like the shows run at the same time. Right. They don't have Almost, to. Yeah. No. 
it could run in the offseason. If World of Wonder wanted to back it and they wanted to run it in the offseason, like, right. I think that would be really cool, but... You know, whatever. And maybe, maybe drag you, maybe the Blade Brothers don't want to be affiliated with them. I don't know. I haven't talked to them or asked them, but. Interesting. Cool. So, where you perform, you you perform at Queen Kong. Where else do you perform these days? Um, I mean, I perform. I, I like doing, I really like doing Bears in Space, and I really like doing anything that Chris Bowen and Victor Rodriguez throw. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Bears in Space. It's a lot of so fun. I really like them as a like a DJ duo. I really like what they put together. Um, I was performing at Redline a lot, but since I also have a full-time job now, it's been less. I'm lucky that I've been getting to travel. I'm going to... This is scary. I'm actually... Got, I got booked in Cincinnati. In oh, like how funny. So I'm going to Cincinnati and... North Carolina and Virginia, and then I'm coming back. It'll be a week thing. Have you performed and in Cincinnati before? Never. And I'm well, so nervous. You grew up oh yes, there? yeah. Everybody cool. in Cincinnati that I grew up with who knows, like, oh, little John Wells, like now he wears a dress. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be there, so I'm. Sh- I hope the club will be happy because they'll be like, oh, he packed the house. Right. But also, I'm gonna be very nervous. I'm sure it'll be all good things. I'm putting it out there, manifesting it for you. If they're going to see... I'm sure they're going to be, like, going to cheer you on and not going to, like... Spy. They're coming to spy on me. (laughs) To go back and tell their parents. Yeah. (laughs) You'll never guess what I saw little John doing. Yeah, I just, like... Because I've heard the conversation already. It's like, yeah, he's gay and he wears the dress. Like, I've I've been exposed to a little bit of it. So everyone's going to come there and be like... What's going on with him? Like, we want to watch him melt down in front of everybody or something. I don't know. I'll oh, be surprised. I'm sure you you'll kill just, the house. You'll, it'll fuel your performance and you'll blow everyone away, I'm sure. I hope so. Yeah. Um, so, if people want to follow you, they can follow you at Instagram, right? Felony Dodger. And YouTube. Felony Dodger on YouTube. Facebook Felony Dodger. I'm going to have a t shirt soon, finally. Oh, Where are you nice. going to sell that? That'll be at Drag Queen Merch. Perfect. You just, type, you just go to dragqueenmerch.com, type in Felony Dodger. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and I don't know, I have some stickers, but I just sell them off my Instagram. You can Venmo me and I'll mail you stickers. It's cool, not amazing. anything official, it's not like an Etsy thing. Um, hey! Awesome. Um, yeah. Well, thank, thank you, you Felony yeah. Dodger. That what went f- quick. Thanks. I know. What a fun, so fun, to have you fun interview. And really enjoyed getting to know you. Cool. Thanks for letting me talk y'all's heads off. No, of course. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> we enjoyed it. Thank you. Um, yeah, and thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Follow us, blah, blah, blah. Bye. Cheers. Bye.